0: Thornton Mellon, back to school, Rodney Dangerfield. jeez. <laughs> huh, I get no respect. I wonder what growing up with him was like. If you, if you ignore the absurdity, it's hard to ignore. <laughs> this, this movie is like... The, is, Rodney Dangerfield is 99% absurdity. I know, I know, but look. The, Just ignore... Do, you, do his, you know what really makes this movie, for me, what makes this Kurt movie? Kurt Vonnegut? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> No. I really Philip, like Philip Bombay. Not Bombay. Boingo, boingo. Yeah. I'm outraged. I'm outraged, Max. All he cares about is his son. He realizes when he got remarried, he lost contact with his son. He wasn't as close. His second wife, they get a divorce. She made
1: $14 and- the Harvard. <laughs> it is one of the best 80s movies. I'll put it in my top 10.
0: It really is. I mean, the the, the triple Lindy. Yeah. And he's just so positive. If you haven't already, subscribe to Buzz in the Tower on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or whatever your favorite podcast platform is. And while you're there, leave a review and a five-star rating. It's a moral imperative! You can also find us on TikTok, Instagram, and all social media platforms by searching the tag at Buzz in the Tower. That's B-U-Z-Z-N, The Tower. Buzz in the Towers brought to you by Sonic Loans. You can find them at sonicloans.com. Max, happy Father's Day. I'm not a father. Good for you. But if you're going to go get a loan and you need a mortgage, you got to be a dad because that's a dad-like decision. What type of hedge clippers do you need? What type of 80s movies are you going to watch? And what type of loan are you going to get? You need the best percentage. And the best way to get the best percentage is to go to the best mortgage place, and that is Sonic Loans. Charlie and his team, it's a family-like environment. They're going to take care of you, make sure that you get into the best mortgage possible. Or if you need to refi your existing mortgage, Charlie's the guy to go to as well. If you make the wrong decision, you're in a whole lot of trouble. You could find yourself in a query. Sonic Loans is there to support your needs. Reach out to him on Father's Day, the day after Father's Day, Tuesday, whatever you want. Reach out to Sonic Loans if you're looking for a loan and let them take care of you.
1: NMLS number, one nine five five eight five five. Not available in all states. Not a commitment to lend. Additional requirements apply. Visit sonicloans.com or call 313 488 for more information.
0: Buzz in the Tower is also brought to you by Bolton Legal Group. You can find them at boltonlegalgroup.com. For a free consultation, call 248-595-0001. Max, the best part about being a dad is you need, you need an attorney. Because
1: No, it's it's watching the rain and saying we needed that.
0: Yes. Bolton Legal Group, <laughs> they're dads. They're lawyers. They're there to protect you. Call them today. If you have any issue, bird law. Child law. I don't know what child <laughs> law is versus adult. Child law. bird
1: law. Child
0: bird. Kill me! <laughs> well played, sir. Child bird. Kill me! <laughs> That's really good. Any type of law, they're going to take care of you. Reach out to them today. Tell them that Buzz in the Tower sent you. Make sure that you have the right attorneys in your corner, whether you're a dad or not, or if you're thinking about becoming a dad, get an attorney ahead of time because you're going to need one. Reach out to them today. Tell them Buzz in the Tower sent you. Today's episode, 80s Movie Dads. I wish you all could see the look on Max's face right now. You see, he was under the impression that today's episode was going to be about Caddyshack, did all the research, prepared all the facts. But in true Father's Day fashion, I've changed the topic without letting him know. I've always known that I wanted to be a dad. The desire was heavily influenced by the TV and movies that I watched as a kid. So today on am in the Tower, we're going to take a trip down Moe memory lane as we discuss my favorite 80s movie dads. I'm Mo Shapiro, and joining me as always... The terrified co-host who did no preparation for this topic to my calm, cool, collective dad vibe, Max Sanders. And with that, Happy Father's Day, Max. What the actual <laughs> fuck? <laughs> <laughs> ah.
1: ah. I'm tired. There's there's sun there's sun out. I,
0: I can't compute this. I no lo- input. I, I love the when I knew I was going to do this. The most exciting part for me wasn't the topic change. <laughs> it was the inevitable meltdown, the panic that in my you know, eyes. You've got. I looked at my notes and I was like, none of this applies. Is there even a dad in uh Caddyshack? What's the song that I sing? Oh, Pete Davidson Eyes. Yeah. He's got Pete Dav you've got Pete Davidson Eyes today. I do. You look tired. Yeah. How's Skeeps doing, man? It's crazy. I know. It's yeah. a summertime. Not to quote uh Will Smith. Summer, people, summertime.
1: People are coming from like all over. Like all Michigan State people are yeah, coming. Because
0: they're having a good time. They are having a good time. I hear word on the street is you guys are serving up mini-pitchers multiple days of the week.
1: Yeah, every day, $10. Wow. well no, we serve them every day, but now we're doing specials every day. Wow. I know, it's wow. aggressive. I mean. And we need a new bartender for fall, so. Oh,
0: man. Come on. Is it time to dust off the old card swipe? <laughs> Do it once. I, I can't. Cause it is I'll tell you like me going back to bartending <laughs> is is no pun intended, like taking an alcoholic who's been off the sauce for 10 years and being like, hey, just just come one night and drink an entire fifth by yourself. That's what it would be like. Would you relapse? Oh, or... I relapse so hard. Good. I'd quit my job. I'd quit the podcast. I'd just yeah. bartend. That's I w- all I would do.
1: Oh, I'd love that so much.
0: <laughs> you're you're this is why you're not a good friend. You are patiently waiting for the fall. No,
1: I just whatever helps me. It's like the bachelor party stuff.
0: You got it's all well, you got a lot of feedback from that bachelor party stuff.
1: Yeah, one guy and he Next was not Paul. happy.
0: Thanks, Paul. <laughs> Paul, I appreciated your statement so much. Max, welcome to in the tower. Our special Father's Day special. Happy it's Father's special. Day to you. Thank you very much. Three man. beautiful kids they... who are all like
1: smart and, and I mean, intelligence. Is the same word. Yeah, <laughs> but like. Just very, like,
0: put not, together. Not smart enough to remember Father's Day. Not a no? single one of them knew that today was Father's well, Day. Well, they love the crap out of you every they, day. Right, they're little bastards. I held Trish more responsible because... Yeah, she's got to coach them, right? Uh, right. So every Mother's Day, I, I'm i like, the week before, I'm like, hey, are you doing a project in school? Like, what are we doing? Are we ready? da 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 this is why I love my kids. As each one of them woke up this morning and I was like, do you have something you want to say to me? And they're like, no. And I'm like, it's Father's Day. The first thing out of their mouth. Mom, why didn't you tell us today was Father's Day? You didn't prepare us. We didn't get a gift for dad. This is unbelievable. They threw their mother under the bus so fast. You could see the tire tracks on her arms. It was incredible. Do you like hanging up on Trish? A hundred percent. Yeah, you do. That's secretly my Father's Day gift yeah. was watching each of my kid eviscerate Attack. Trish. It was incredible. <laughs> I was so excited. Charlie then was like, and you know, dad always reminds us when it's Mother's Day, I was like, go get her,
1: go get her. Your, your kids are going to have very complicated <laughs> relationships with other people when Do they grow up. Do you
0: think that everybody's relationships are complicated? You have the best mom and dad in the world, right? Yep. You have very complicated relationships with people. Yeah. Oh, no, please tell me how I'm wrong. No, me and
1: Selena, like, it took a while. Right. You know I'm saying, how about like, there's
0: other people above and beyond Selena? How about just in general? You're really, like, I'm one of your best friends and I hate you. Yeah. <laughs>
1: That's not great. That's not, not great at all. You seen the new Always Sunny in Philadelphia? No, no. Is,
0: it oh, is, it, is it good? It's because last season was hot garbage.
1: It's back to like prime. oh good, it's incredible. Good. All right, I'm like, excited. I've watched everyone because I was I was
0: broken hearted. So there's three right. right now, and right. they're right. unbelievable. I'm watching them tonight. Yeah, That's what I want for Father's Day. I want you to call me. Yeah, I will. Uh, speaking of which, yep. Lloyd, Happy Father's Day. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and my sister's husband, Nate. Do you know his name? Good, thank God. <laughs> and <laughs> really the guy, like the guy who's one. had two kids <laughs> yeah. with my sister. Yeah. What's his face? Um, no. Uh, and then on my side of the family, boy, uh, we got Trisha's stepdad, Randy, double grandpa. And unfortunately, you know, my wife's father, Mike, just passed away a month or so ago. Um, so I know it's been tough on all of them. So I'm thinking about him as well on Father's Day. And then obviously my dad passed away, Jesus, 20 years ago. Long time ago. That sad part of the story over... Let me move to why I'm excited about today. Well, Darth Vader, well, hold on. Before I even dad. do that, I know, right? Do you have him on here? I, just really, okay. I got a list. You, today should be the easiest day in the world for you. I just need you to sit there and look pretty. Can you do that for me? Yes. a girl.
1: I'm on a weight loss program. I'm on an app. It's called Lose It. <laughs> And like I've already lost two pounds this week. It's 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 all about counting calories. Yeah, it's calorie deficit. For sure,
0: hundred percent. It's so easy. It's so easy. It's so. I'm sure all of our listeners love hearing you say how easy it is. It's easy when you can have a personal chef. You work four hours a week and you sleep twenty two hours a day. Yes. (laughs) So don't tell me twenty six hour days. Nothing that 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 you do. Yeah, nothing. Don't you don't you dare challenge my math? When you tell me things are hard in your life, I want to break your nose. Yeah, nothing's really. Nothing right should there. be hard for you. You should be an adonis. You should be in the gym five hours a day.
1: Well, I watched the Arnold documentary. That made oh, me want to get I there. That's really his really chest good. is insane, dude. He's the best. He's so cool. I want to go to Austria. By the way, sure. It looks
0: beautiful. Let's do a remote show. Can
1: we go to his house?
0: By the way, it's still there, fully intact. I was in Portland with all three of my kids and my sister. Oh yeah, yeah. Last And you week. saw Flavor Flav? I did see Flavor Flav at the airport. And was he uh, nice? He was super nice. He that's took a picture of my kids.
1: No, I saw that. I I didn't know if he was a jerk or not though. But I
0: I was considering going to Astoria and checking out the Goonies How far is it
1: from Portland? It's about an hour and a half.
0: So I figured next time we'll do a, you really need to go to the coast. Yeah. Portland's not the coast. Well, we got to to short circuit it too. I know. Yeah. Maybe it'll be a Max and Motrin. That'd be be fun. All right, Max, we're all over the map. Let me first welcome to the show. Anyone who's never heard our show before. Greetings. Happy father's day to all of our patrons, our listeners, our friends, our family. Uh, If you've never checked us out before and you like what you hear, make sure that you subscribe or like our podcast on any of the available podcast players, Apple Music, Spotify, et cetera. If you want more content, go ahead and check us out. It's not Apple Music.
1: It's Apple Podcasts.
0: Thank you. Apple Podcasts. Because
1: people do that. they like, search Apple Music. They're like, I can't find it. I not get mad at you for correcting me. I I mean, I'm so used to abuse. I was just like.
0: (laughs) Oh, here we go. (laughs) Poor victim Max. It's so hard. If you need more content, which you will, head on over to any social media platform, but in particular, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok, and you can check us out with the handle at Buzz in the Tower, B-U-Z-Z-N, the Tower. Go to our website, buzzinthetower.com, where you can get officially licensed merchandise. And if you want to hop on the, uh, the bandwagon, if you want to really start celebrating our early Super Bowl bid, Go over to patreon.com. That's where you can get on the inside of the inside, if you know what I mean. That's how Paul Kavanaugh gets mentioned every week because he is a patron and he hates Max. So these yeah. are two things that are critical. He really does hate you. It's fantastic. But That's in fairness, fun. when he you do ta- something good, yeah. he will give you credit for it. I thought tall guys should unite. Yeah. He's like 6'9. Isn't well, yeah, but he's, you know, you're different. You're like a, a soft 6'9. I'm 6'5. He's like a strong
1: 6'9. All right. There you go. <laughs> six six five. <laughs> Damn near fine. There you go. Suck it to me one more time. Get, Get low, low. low. Get low. <laughs>
0: From the window. To the
1: wall. Till the sweat drops somewhere off of something I can't NI say. And I something
0: something all over the floor something.
1: I mean, these are all inappropriate things. Yeah, I probably say. should stop right yeah. now.
0: How about apple bottom jeans, <laughs> boots with, with the fur. <laughs> all right. So today's episode is really just me going through my favorite 80s movie dads. But I am... 100% sure that you have seen and are familiar with, and I mean heavily familiar with, every single movie. Cool. I also have a little, some consolation prizes for like not to your typical 80s movies dads. Uh, and I will give you an opportunity at the end to slide any in here that you may have liked or forgotten about.
1: I'm going to shout out right now off the top of my brain. No, you're y- not. You don't have That's this one. That's not how it happens, You don't have this one. we're going to
0: wait until the end because okay. I it's Father's Day and you are not a father. I'm you're a dog, dog father. Yeah. So if I, if I crap on the floor and want you to pick it up, you can be responsible for that, which I'm not above doing. <laughs> <laughs> that's my Father's Day gift. All right. You ready? Yes. All right. So one of the things that I have to say that's interesting about movie dads is with the exception of maybe one dad on my list, eh, maybe two, there's never the whole package. So, like, when I look at these 80s movies' dads, there's elements of them that I love, but there's parts of them that like, oh, no, 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 I don't like that. I wouldn't be that kind of dad. I think,
1: movie, I mean, think about this. In TV shows and movies, there's no character you'd want to actually be in real life because they have such problems and issues. Um, without conflict and issue, there's not really anything in the movie that's interesting. I think
0: that's a fair point. Yeah. I think I'm, what I'm getting towards is, like, yes, you're right, but I could think of characters where I'm like, I love that character. Like, I,
1: But who would you want to be?
0: Uh, The Princess Bride. You Wesley? Yeah, Wesley. I want really, to be Wesley. I mean, he he died. You died that day. Yeah. I died that day. No, I'd, I'd be him. I'd want to be Michael J. Fox and Teen Wolf. I'd want to be Ferris Bueller.
1: Ferris Bueller is a good one. That's but, fair. But let me
0: let me put a spin. But he's,
1: he's flawless. Except he's a sociopath, right? right? Does, well, he, does he saying. actually care about his friends? I don't know. You think he's still with Sloan?
0: I mean, he showed Cameron a hell of a day.
1: If he exists, yeah, if he exists, mom, 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 mom.
0: I I do understand kind of what you're saying. Let, yeah. let me put a little spit on it. Yeah. What I'm referring to is specific to being a dad. Got it. There are elements of being a dad that some dads in '80s movies do a couple things that I adore, and others I'm like, meh. You know it doesn't doesn't do it for me. It I know your full I,
1: I know your full package one. It's
0: so obvious. <laughs> I have two full package ones. There's one though. It's above the but rest. But I have two. Yeah. But so there you go. All right, Max. Um. So I, there's no rhyme, no reason. I'm just gonna go through my list, and we're gonna talk about dads. Yeah. Sound like a plan. I'll start with my I'll start with my weaker ones. They have elements that I love, but overall, not so much. Okay. Take me to uh, Dirty Dancing, 1987, and give me Dr. Jake Hausman, uh, played by Jerry Obrecht. Interesting. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> Lenny Briscoe. He feels old. you I <laughs> right? That's my call sign, the br- br- brisket Mo. but yeah. it came from Lenny Briscoe.
1: I, th- I just remember him as the mob boss from FX. The oh, Gashat. yeah.
0: <laughs> yep, yep. So- let me let me talk about Dirty Dancing for a minute. I love Dirty Dancing. It's hard not to love Dirty Dancing. How can you not? How yeah, can you not love Dirty Dancing? It's a
1: thirty-five-year-old man preying on an eighteen-year-old girl. I mean, <laughs> that's just abortions is involved. She, is she
0: eighteen? I thought she was sixteen. Am I wrong? I no, hope she's I don't eighteen. Even know.
1: who knows? I think seventeen was the legal age. Yeah, back then.
0: well, things people will turn the other way. Yeah, you get the impression it's it's really unique in this movie because you and typically in film and in TV, it's the daughter and the mother that have this kind of. Real relationship,
1: which is not true in real life, by the way. Mothers, mothers and daughters are basically like sisters that hate each other. So
0: in this movie, <laughs> like in this movie, I would argue that the role of her mother is irrelevant. I don't. Can you even nope, think I'm, of anything that she says during the movie?
1: She uh, she makes sure like she he doesn't get up at she, the gr- end. She grabs her yeah. or his arm. Yeah. yeah,
0: that's it, buddy. Yeah, that's it. She <laughs> is widely irrelevant in this movie. So I like I do like the fact that you have this dad, and he is just. This is taking place or when 1963, right. And to be that progressive, yeah. like this is, I want my daughter to save the world, to be out in front of everything, to be a dreamer and to see the conflict of that. With Did he, also, kind of give,
1: he kind of give up on the other daughter? He's no, like, but
0: it's interesting because that's where you're getting to the things I don't like about okay. him, right? It's fascinating to see him balance all the things that he progressively wants his daughter to be as an educated left thinking guy. Yeah. But then at the end of the day, the handsome dance instructor yeah. swoops in. He's like, oh, I'm going to be an insufferable prick. So I think Get away from my daughter. I hate you. You piece of trash.
1: I've never connected this before, but it's very Spencer Tracy and guess who's coming to dinner. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like Absolutely. you have you have the Absolutely. thoughts. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. 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 So, I mean, like it's when you're faced with it in reality, like your beliefs are actually tested by your children. Has that ever happened to you?
0: Yeah, I think so. Um, not to this degree when they like Tarot Swift and you're like, ah, Uh, no, no, I'm I'm a Swifties. Really? Yeah, I'm definitely a Swifties. How was the show? Uh, I did not go to the show, but my wife and my daughters had an incredible time. I hear it's amazing. Yeah. had such a good time. But like, that's, that's the thing is that before you have children, you have a map. You have this roadmap of what you think you're going to do and what you think you're going to be. And then you have children and it's constantly challenged. And really what, what keeps you focused isn't the map. It's the compass. So as long as you know where north, south, east, and west are, you'll eventually get to where you want to go. But if you think that the map that you, I mean, you should talk to your sister about this. I'm sure she would totally agree. If you think the map that you created before your kids are born is going to look like anything, like the map that you actually use, you're crazy. It just doesn't happen. Interesting. That's the thing that I like about this is that he, the relationship he has with her, the whole movie is showing his difficulty coming to grips with that. The part I don't like about him as a father is that he very purposefully leverages the insecurity that siblings have about who does dad love more. Yeah. And he does it very much on purpose when he's disappointed in his one daughter, he all of a sudden is interested in his other daughter. I also love in this movie that they talk about that. She even says like, you know, now that dad's giving me all the attention, like you never want your kids yeah. like you know that your parents are disappointed in you and think your sister is doing a much better job. Yeah, but, I'm but more, they won't come out and say that. But I'm you easier know? to get along with. You are. Yeah. Well, you are very, by the way, I was totally kidding. Your parents come across to me as people who at the end of the day do not care where you and your sister end up and just love the crap out of you. And they're just everything on it else is just cream. Yeah, cheese. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. You like that? I can you do. a little mm, teen of cream cheese. Delicious. But. That's not how all parents are. So I I love this character. I love that he loves his daughter. I love that he is willing to compromise and do something very taboo. I mean the the abortion at that time as oh a my doctor God, the everything 60s, insane. yeah very ta- and giving her that kind of money yeah but like two hundred and fifty bucks but it's like that's the thing, dude. Is like at the end of the day, like when you really love your kids, what's your option? Yeah, like they come to you like and they're like, hey, I need this, and you either trust them or you don't.
1: Yeah, and also I love that she threw back in his face. How he raised her, and it's like he Love learned that. from he learned Love from that. that? Yeah, yeah. Yep. Are you gonna be mad when your kids do that, or are you gonna be like proud, or both?
0: My kids are already doing that.
1: I know. I, I, and do you I'm, like it, I'm, or I, I always do? You change gears, or do you initially get defensive? Though?
0: How, how I function is like this. This, fast. this is like
1: into the dad. Course. I thought you'd like this. Yeah. Oh, you're
0: got this for all of them. Yeah. The way that I function is like this: when you get a vaccine, which is a taboo topic now, right? But let's go back in time when it wasn't taboo. The the needle poking your arm hurts. But then like once it's in there, it's good for you. That's almost how I feel about everything having to do with my kids. So when their initial response to something throws it in my face, yeah. it stings. But then I'm like, no, this is who I want them to be. I want them to be like strong, independent people that have opinions and can back those opinions up and fight them. It just sucks to have to be on the receiving end of all of it. <laughs> Like Reese is a monster now. She just debates me on everything. But like part of me also is like, yeah, but good for her. Yeah. She's, she's kind not of, afraid she to kind take of make me it. on. If she can take me on, yeah. she can take anybody on. Yeah. You know, like think about being my kid and being like, point, point of order, dad. <laughs> I'd like to debate that with you. And they'll go toe to toe with me. All yeah. of them will. All right. Good start. One dad down. Yeah.
1: One dead dad down.
0: Let's lighten it up a little bit. He's give, dead, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, Give me uh Clark, <laughs> Clark Griswold, National Lampoon Vacation, 1983, Chevy Chase. This is on the other side of the spectrum. To He's, me, this is pure, silly, goofy, outrage. This is when I have my first beer with one of my kids, I'll never be age? able to I, I gotta find out how old Rusty was, yeah. right? I want Rusty was 12, 12 or 13. Yeah. When they're in the desert and he just crushes that beer. <laughs> but and, and, and the thing about the thing about Clark that you gotta love is that all he wants is perfection. <laughs> That's is all he, he wants. Do you relate to that? I do. It's every dad who, who planned a road trip, a barbecue, an outing. All he wants is simple perfection. <laughs> terrible. It's terrible. It's the worst. It's the worst feeling in the world. Yeah. And his intensity and commitment to it. But underneath it all, he is the absolute example of like fatherhood personified. If you can ignore all of the wrong turns that he takes, what is at the root of everything that Clark Griswold does? The
1: perfect vacation. He just yeah.
0: wants yeah. The, the best Christmas tree. Yeah. He just wants... The warm, fuzzy feelings he felt as a kid. He wants his kids to experience that. It's a little psychotic. It is absolutely psychotic. <laughs> and he's balanced by this wonderful, perfect wife. Oh, my God. Who is tolerant and understanding and She's all beautiful. Yeah. And she just is along for the ride to get in his ear and say, S- Sparky. Clark- Sparky. Yeah. <laughs> you're doing it again. No, I don't think I am. And in in the original vacation, I just love how, especially with his son, he does it with both of his kids, but especially with his son, he's so vulnerable like when he's getting ripped off by Eugene Levy at the car uh, dealership. And he just acts like a buffoon, but he also tries to, tries to maintain the bravado of knowing what he's doing
1: when he's stealing the money from the register. A hundred percent. (laughs) A hundred percent. I like that. Yeah.
0: And, and I, I just, he's totally flexible and compromising, but uncompromising when it comes to (laughs) certain things with
1: the dead body in the car, the
0: dog, when he, the whole no, what's her name? uh, Edna. Yeah. Yes. But also when Edna's dog is trailed behind him and he gets pulled over by the trooper yeah, and he's just like, yeah, (laughs) kept up, kept up for a few miles and, and just gave
1: up. Can you imagine watching that? Would you be as I mean, I'd be as mad as a cop. Oh my god, I might kill I, that I, person. You, yeah, you
0: put a rope around your neck. You'd be like, I've I've committed the ultimate crime. I oh, can't I was saying this. if I was a cop, I'd. Oh no, I thought I meant if you were Clark. Oh yeah, yeah, you'd be like, I have to kill myself. I yeah, can't be, be a part be of this anymore. But Clark is every time that I have a Clark moment, like I think about that too, where I'm just like, we're gonna have the hap hap happiest yeah. Christmas ever. And his meltdowns, I feel them like they they touch the nerve inside of me. Is Chevy a dad? You know. Y- Oh, in real life? Yeah,
1: I don't know. You got to think about this. It's really weird. From Caddyshack, and is which is eighty, and he does a couple movies, and then suddenly he becomes America's Dad in eighty three, and it really works. But it's completely offline of his kind of Vince Vaughn arrogant jerk guy who's the funniest guy in the room that makes you break your brain. It's a very. It's amazing that he can do both comedies.
0: So, I I think you know. You've always told me that you marvel at what kind of dad I am. Yeah. How I interact with my kids. I think yeah, they're like little use. I think. Th- I think if you saw me even with kids that aren't mine, yeah, the best dads are the ones that have a little bit of Chevy chase in them. Snarkiness and sarcasm work really well when you're raising kids. Really? If you don't have an outlet, if you take yourself too serious, parenthood is not very fun. Got it. You have to be a little loose. Uh, and, you, and then you got to be married to someone who's a little tight. Do you fart in front of your kids all the time? Okay. They good. love it. Yeah. I think find it to be incredible. <laughs> and then they tell us total strangers about it. It's really, do they fantastic. fart in front of you? Oh yeah. Yeah. Not as much as I do though. Nice. But that's
1: just, you know, Selena's so never farted in front of me.
0: Oh, well, you're getting married soon. Maybe at the joint bachelor bachelor party. It'll be so much fun. Uh, Max, this is one I know you're going to love. Give me, uh, in the same vein, give me Thornton Mellon back to school. Rodney Dangerfield. <laughs> jeez, huh, I get no respect. I wonder what growing up with him was like. If you if you ignore the absurdity, it's hard to ignore. <laughs> this, this movie is like the Ninety nine percent I know, I know. But look, the, just ignore. Do, do you know what really makes this movie for me? What makes this movie? Kurt Vonnegut Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I really Phil, like Philip Bombay, not Bombay. Oingo Boingo go no. Yeah, I'm out. I'm outraged, Max. <laughs> All he cares about is his son mixed into that. He has some selfish motivations on why he does things, but he realizes when he got remarried, he lost contact with his son. He wasn't as close. His second wife, they get divorced. His first wife, his son's mother died. died. Yeah. So his second wife, they get a divorce. She made
1: $14. And, the hard <laughs>
0: <one>. <laughs> You just got to sneak in any catty check comments. You can. And he realizes like his relationship has really suffered with his son and he is Unrelenting. In his search to fix that. So what's he do, of course? He goes to college with his <laughs> of course, kid.
1: With Robert Downey Jr. Oh, it's the best. <laughs> it is one of the best 80s movies. I'll put it in my top 10.
0: It really is. I mean, the the, the triple Lindy. Yeah. And he's just so positive and like he's just... The, this he is, is a, trying
1: to get laid. At the same know, this time. is very true. His, his, and his, he's not studying at all. No, not. If he at cared all. about his son, wouldn't he study and no, like actually Because his you know no, because his, pa-
0: <laughs> his parent trait that I love the most. Is throw money at everything? I love no, that. I do. That's yeah. unfortunately probably how you were raised. His parent trait <laughs> that I love the most is unwavering faith in his kid. So like when his kid's like, I can't make the swim team, he's like, sure you can't. You just gotta do this and do that. When his kid's like, I can't get the girl, I can't do this, I can't like. It, it's just in his eyes he views his son as being a winner yeah and sometimes that that's all you need is just to have someone behind you who sees you as a winner that is true he's really really positive in that uh, movie. Uh, never negative with him and yeah. like again stumbles over himself does a lot of stupid stuff parties a little too hard Has one great would sandwiches. Argue, sleeps with his you know professor she's great she's great,
1: she's great. i kind of like weirdly outraged. like if i ever had like an older lady crush it's her like the over fifty kind of all thing, right? right? All right yeah. Doesn't it work for you? Yeah. She got that smile like she, Julie it, Roberts. It's, it's she too many teeth. She doesn't do it for me. No, I'm just saying, like in that over fifty, she seems fun still. She's like, come on, Philip, let's do fun stuff.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Yeah,
1: and to be attracted to Rodney Dangerfield, that, maybe, yeah, as, yeah, that maybe yeah, that maybe that doesn't yeah,
0: because yeah. she has obviously a low bar. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> You're like I like her because she likes grossly out of shape men, <laughs> tall and fat, big and tall. You know. Yeah, and Jewish. And Jewish. Uh, no, I mean he's the movie's great, and uh, again, I think like. At the beginning, of the very beginning of the movie, the guy from Wonder Years, who plays Fred Savage's older brother, whose name is escaping me—I
1: know you don't—that's
0: who plays a young Rodney Dangerfield yep. at the very beginning of this movie, and he's with his father, and his father's like, "A Melon's got to go to school, or you're worth nothing," and they're yelling at each other and the fact that he has blended a little bit of Clark Gris- Griswold. He's got the perfect vision of what he wants, mm. but that he's also striving towards that perfection for no other reason than he wants his son to be happy. And it's it's really touching. I mean, I, okay, you sold
1: me. You sold me. Right, good. Yeah. There you
0: go. Max, the next one, give me uh Harold Howard, Teen Wolf, 1985.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he's irresponsible. He did not prep his son at all for this. This is like, I mean, God, what's the comparison? It's like telling your kids they're never going to go through puberty. And one day they're like, what's happening? Dad, I'm
0: feeling stuff. <laughs> <laughs> what's going on? Oh, what's the deal? Rubbing against the couch is so fun. They're they're the type of... <laughs> rubbing against the
1: couch. Don't tell me that's not how you started.
0: <laughs> oh, that's how I stopped. <laughs> Warm grapefruit.
1: Oh, God, bless America.
0: <laughs> Happy Father's Day, Max.
1: Cantaloupe.
0: Are you done? This is terrible. Latex gloves. All right, Max, come jelly. on. Come on. God. <laughs> you need to call your dad today and have a long talk and understand some things. Harold Howard yep. is another example of this sweet... I support my son, but he's also giving like good feedback, good advice. I agree. The flaw in the character is probably should have given him a little bit of a heads up that he was a werewolf,
1: and he shouldn't be flirting with his son's Boof, best friend. They're
0: not flirting. They're that like basketball
1: is basically sex on a stick. I,
0: you know, you get a, you get turned on by weird things.
1: You can tell what he's thinking.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Come how on, it. Boof,
1: make that shot. Oh, yeah, I'll get the end. Why, Huggy, you, why do you ruin such nice Huggy things? Hugs.
0: Uh, I, I don't even want to talk about this movie anymore. <laughs> he ruined it for me. You know what? Fair enough, Max. Let's let's take a quick break from our... From our let's do a commercial break. You've derailed me. Buzz in the Towers also brought to you by Dolby Real Estate. You can find them at wearedolby.com. A grill, a deck, mm. maybe even a pool. Oh, yeah. A pool or a pond.
1: Uh, I mean, I'm a, a pond for you. A for me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you better, if you're a dad or if you're thinking about being a dad, you got to get your castle. No. Depends on how many kids you have. I want a big house. You want a big house. You have a big house. You have enough room for you and Selena. You each have your own level. Yeah, my dogs make my place look tiny. Well, you're the one who has to have big dogs. <laughs> yeah. Dolby Real Estate is the place you want to go if you're looking for a house or if you're looking to sell a house. They're going to make sure that you get the dad special. Call them up and say, Daddy. And they'll know exactly what you're talking daddy, about. Daddy, I want it. Don't do that. I want an Oompa Loompa now, Daddy. <laughs> Simon and his team are there to support you, protect you, and make sure that you get into the right house or that you get the most amount of money when you sell their house. $400 million in sales, 1,000 homes sold. They're the best real estate agents out there. Tell them the Buzz in the Tower sent you and get started right away. You know, I feel like I shortchanged Teen Wolf because of what a creep you are. But No,
1: what was the main point? I don't even That know, he just remember.
0: supported? Who even knows? I have no idea anymore. <laughs> totally lost it. God, I hate you so much.
1: That he exposed himself at the end?
0: <laughs> Let's go to the next one, Max. Yep. The next one. Conan. yes uh, <laughs> Ron. <laughs> <laughs> The, 19, the 1984 John Hughes classic, Sixteen Candles. Oh,
1: this is your favorite. This is one this of my favorite sweet one. I love this one. Yeah. So
0: you've got Jim Baker, who plays Samantha Baker's dad, Sam's dad. Can
1: you look it up? Did he do anything else? He's he really did. good. Yeah. What do you do? Paul Dooley yeah. is the
0: actor, and apparently he was in an episode of Workaholics.
1: That's awesome. I need
0: to go find that immediately. <laughs> oh, he sits down really with him good. on the couch. All right. I had no idea.
1: That's um, why they call it a crush.
0: So this is going to blow your mind because I totally forgot about this. He was Wimpy and Popeye. Shut up. Remember? Yeah. Now that you think of it, you can totally see it, That's right? incredible. That's incredible. Uh, Strange Brew. Who is he in Strange Brew? Is he the- Claude El Senor. Okay. I could be butchering that. Yeah. Uh, he was Dr. Ted and Going Berserk. Oh, my God. This guy's awesome, right? Nothing really else for the 80s. You know, Golden Girls, Wonder Years, a lot of TV show Um, episode type stuff, but that was pretty... He's got a
1: caring dad face. He does. He's got that receding hairline.
0: So he's great, but the scene in particular in this movie that does it for me... The couch, is right? Is the couch. Yeah. When it's uncovered that Sam's birthday has been forgotten, and he gets on the couch with her, and again, it's this really tender moment. Take it out. The one thing I will say, too, is that one of the things that you did not like about The Breakfast Club, and you brought this up on The Breakfast Club episode, was how the relationships with parents are portrayed as so toxic and terrible. Yeah. And this is a good example of the total opposite of that, where you very rarely see in film where a teenage girl is comfortably talking to her father about a crush she has,
1: which is wild because Sixteen Candles is so kind of satirical overall. Yeah, and then you have this really tender—I think really tender—I think it hits home harder because oh of that. Oh my god, yeah.
0: I feel like every, uh, there's a couple of female podcasters that we were friends with on different podcast. The
1: ones that send us baked goods. Yeah, and
0: they all have at one point talked about this like moment yeah. on on the couch, right? Where this takes place. And just, you know, her saying that this guy doesn't like her and his response, you know, that's on him because I think you're wonderful. Yeah, that's like a positive reinforcement. That's what keeps your daughters off the pole. Yeah, like, you gotta be like that with your kids. Or
1: when she gets in the car with Jake, she gives him. He gives him the, her the thumbs up. Yeah, I mean, it's really cute. Yeah,
0: it's really really cute. Uh, and I, I, I'd like to believe that I won't be a psycho and I could be that chill when my daughters Have they get brought older. Guys home yet? Well, they're 11, Max. So I mean, that's like not little usually fake the boyfriends. Age. No, no, I don't know what world you're in that an 11 year old girl brings a boy. Home. I don't know how
1: things work. You, they,
0: you don't. Yeah. Jesus, because like, you didn't start dating until you were twenty. <laughs> yeah, but like the
1: fake boyfriend thing, where like you hold hands and like, murder, write letters. I'd, I'd break their wrist. Okay,
0: at eleven years old, so I'm not ready for that yet. So thanks for you bringing know what's it
1: good up. with you? Who? a little bit of rum. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Jesus, you Christ. kids are all right. Uh, Name that movie. All right, I can't. I don't big even daddy. Know big daddy. There you go, Mr. Scuba. No <laughs> Scuba, Scuba Steve. Steve. Do you know that Scuba Steve was uh, based on? Diver Dan, I think, is what it's called. No, yeah, I guess it was a toy that Sandler had when he was younger, and he co-opted it to Scuba Steve. He's the most immature boob I've ever uh, been. He's in the, the dude. I love him. That that um, Kennedy Center celebration thing with him that you yeah. just had was amazing. Did you watch no, it? No, I didn't. See I it. need to watch it's it. It's like it the Mark really Twain cool. Award, right? Thank you. Yes. Yeah. 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 It was just really cool. A lot of uh, a lot of good things to say about him. All right, Max, rolling right along. Bump 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 bump. And you're getting stronger, bum, bum, right? Bum, bum, oh yeah. Stronger and stronger, my friend. Don't you worry. Give me Reverend Shaw Moore, 1984, Footloose, John Lithgow. This is a little bit taboo because there certainly can be the argument that he is the antagonist in this movie.
1: And he started all the problems. And he
0: started all the problems. But at the end of the day, his commitment to no dancing in that little town in Indiana stems from him trying to protect his kids and all the kids. And the thing that Lithgow does so well is the whole movie, he's so steadfast in his ways, right? This is what the Bible says: no dancing, no partying, no drinking. It leads to bad things. By the way, he he lived through what I argue is the single greatest nightmare that anyone could go through. There is absolutely nothing worse than outliving one of your children. Do you, nothing.
1: Do you think you'd respond in the same way? If you were a Reverend, I would in, lose. I
0: think I would lose my mind. Yeah, I I think that it is so difficult for me to even. Get, remember, I told you roadmaps, right? Yep. So you want to talk about throwing away a roadmap that outliving, outliving, the outliving yeah. one of your yeah. children? Yeah. That, you know, I would make the argument that the benefit of having more than one children is that God forbid if something happens to one, you can't throw in the towel. Yeah. Because if I only had one kid and they passed away, I'd be done.
1: And also, when uh, you're farming, you have more field hands.
0: Yes, that's true. And you know, I'm a big farmer, so I'm glad you brought that up. Well,
1: no, that's why they did it back in the day. Oh, God, you're a buffoon. I was trying to give it a little levity. There's it's, no levity. To it's this. starting to get heavy. So, I'm sorry. People I'm, don't just come to our pod for like. Dad no, they come from Howard the Duck?
0: Yeah. Or Short Circuit? They do. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Or Hot Sharts, <laughs> Parduce. starring Amber Heard. <laughs> it's so stupid. so stupid. It's so dated, too. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Um, so, yes, I understand his initial reaction. No, no, I, li- I like this. But here's what I like about his character. His love for his daughter is what brings him back to his compass. Because the roadmap that he created wasn't working. And it doesn't matter how committed you are to that roadmap. If you get further and further away from, you know, true North, you'll feel it. And that's what was happening to his relationship with his daughter. And the, and also just the scene where they're burning the books. Mm. And I think that's the, the realization that's the chipping away of, of his, you know, belief and his strategy in a mirror at that point. And And
1: also I like that they said, He used to be so close with his daughter. like You couldn't separate the two. And And she was jealous. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. Diane Weiss was jealous. Oh,
0: Diane. Diane Weiss. But I I love that one. Um, I knew you'd like that one too. Uh, Let's move over to another strong one. Give me John Matrix, 1985 Commando, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Listen, listen. Irresponsible dad. Hold on. Let me just say something right now. We don't need to talk a lot about this. Okay. When you're willing to kill everyone to save your daughter, you have to be on the list. Yeah, that's true. Do I do I think they have the healthiest relationship? Uh, maybe single dad. They they cook for each other. A lot of they, ice cream. Yeah, they, smashing they, faces. Yeah. You know, a lot of fishing, carrying two by fours. I honorable mention. I'd throw him in there. He
1: just needed to move to like somewhere where they weren't going to find him. I know. Yeah.
0: Or you know, just smell them when they're downwind. But how could you not call him one of like the greatest dads? You would actually need to recycle that for our Father's Day uh, post to everybody. <laughs> you should what? get you should get a Matrix. Uh, I'll do that yeah. one out there for Father's Day, which is today. So just don't forget. Yep. Him laughing hey, with ice cream in his face.
1: Much. I hate you. No, no. It is Just it, make it happen. Is this the best? Arnold Dad performance. This is
0: ransom before ransom came give out. Give me
1: back my son. Right? This is taken well, no, he and did, ransom. He won't even pay the ransom. I, that's my
0: my point is before taken and ransom, you've got commando.
1: <laughs> Revenge get the kid back movies have been forever. I know well,
0: not not to that magnitude. Um, give, me, give me one on the on the scope of commando. Damn it. I,
1: didn't <laughs> didn't, I mean
0: commando had what, like hundred fatalities in 250. it? Two hundred and fifty. I mean, that's yeah. amazing. It's a lot. Uh, All right, moving on from Commando. uh, They're getting hotter and hotter. I'm excited. Give me... Vader. (laughs) You love Vader. We're getting to my favorite ones. These are like my favorite of the favorite. I know what your number one is. You might might not. Give me Cliff Nelson. 1987, Some Kind of Wonderful, played by John Ashton. A.K.A. not Bogomil. uh, (laughs) (laughs) Taggart. Taggart.
1: Sergeant Taggart.
0: Sergeant Taggart. I love this dad. This, This dad honestly jumps in and out of like my number one or number two.
1: So the hardworking mechanic who wants his kid to go to college. And
0: just is relentless. By the way, what a trope that is. Like Caddyshack, put your money in the jar for college. Yeah. You know, like it's just such a, so funny to me that that's a thing. Uh, I guess student loans didn't exist back then.
1: What he does. And <laughs> Caddyshack, they're like, it's $8,000 a year for college. I'm like, oh, <sighs> sweet. <laughs>
0: You're like, that's what I just paid for my trip <laughs> to Vegas. No, I mean, he he's great. And it's more than just. This emotional scene, like the whole movie, he's riding his son so hard, right? He's like, you got to do this. You got to talk about college. Got to talk about college. It's when his son finally breaks down and he buys the earrings and he blows the money. So and his dad is so angry. And he starts revealing to his dad, like, I don't fit in. I, I don't feel like I ever will fit in. And his dad is so surprised by this. And, you know, you just got to trust me and I just wish you'd trust me and you see the turn happen. Again, it's this really beautiful moment where the roadmap has to change. His dad has to adapt what he's saying and doing. And then it carries over to him snapping at his little sister and saying, give him some privacy. Stop spying in his room. And, and and I don't know. There's just something great about it. And you really feel like there's another example of this is a guy who just wants his son to have a better life than he had. And he's willing to compromise and meet him halfway, but he's just trying to protect him. And he's, he's great in this movie. He's also fantastic in all the Beverly Hills Cop movies as well. I love him so much. He, he's great. Ashton's great. He's, great. he's
1: great. He's great. He's coming back. Yeah. For Beverly Hills My Cop son. 4. Jesus Christ. <laughs>
0: I don't even want to talk. I hope that's good because three was so bad. I haven't seen it yet. Should it was I like watch it? Wally World or whatever. It wasn't Wally World. It was. It was so bad. <laughs> should, I,
1: should I watch it or no, no? Don't watch it. It was
0: so bad, mm. like so bad.
1: I watched a movie you wanted me to watch the other week. What was it? What do you I want know. me to watch?
0: I watch. You, I want you to watch stuff all the time. You never listen.
1: I watch everything you tell me to watch. I hate you so much.
0: Uh, Who do I want to go to next? You know, I'm going to put some of my honorable mentions in there, and then I'm going to go to my heavy hitters. Okay. So I would be remiss if I didn't mention that we always should give a little bit of love to single moms on Father's Day. Diane Weast. You son of a gun. That's one of them. When you grow up in a single mom house and your dad is not around. Did you celebrate
1: Father's Day? when
0: you, You didn't. But yeah. the what great moms, like what yeah. my mom would do is she just never made me feel like I was missing anything. Mm. And it's a tough, it's a tough deal, man. It's a tough deal when you're a single mom because you got to be the dad and you got to be the mom and you got to, especially with a young boy you know, trying to teach, as for a woman trying to teach a boy how to be a man isn't the easiest thing in the world. I'd like to think that it gave me an advantage in life, but there are times that were tough as a result of it. So there are a couple the 80s did an amazing job with single moms, right? So the, you you nailed the first example I would give in two different movies. Parenthood, yep. And Lost Boys. Yeah, yeah. She's fantastic. Which one's both. your favorite for? her? Uh, Parenthood, but you know how I feel no, about. I think Parenthood. Lost
1: Boys is cool. She is really cool. Yeah. I'll
0: give you another one. Uh Daniel LaRusso's mother.
1: She is awesome. She
0: in in the Karate Kid when, when you're they're, this, when they're the, having the restaurant. Yeah, like, oh, she's just so whiny. Like, oh, you, 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 ma, ma, you didn't tell me. You didn't give me a choice to move here from Jersey. Oh, jeez, ma, what are you doing? My my bike is broke. Cobra Kai is kicking my tail. Ma, jeez, jeez, ma, and she's just like Daniel. Daniel, I'm sorry, Bubba. We gotta take care, of it. and she just comes across. She, I mean, she's, she's not Jewish. Jewish. She just comes across as yeah. such a Jewish mom to yeah. me. I just, I hear her being like, "Come here, my little Bubba. Yeah. We're gonna take I'm get you the karate lessons if you want the lessons. to get regular. I know. I mean, have you gone to the pool? The pool's beautiful. <laughs> What are you going to be a doctor? I know. Oh, Danny, (laughs) Danny boy, Danny boy. Yeah. So a quick shout out to those three lovely ladies, really only two, but three different roles for being wonderful single moms of the eighties in the same vein. Sometimes you don't have a single mom or a dad and you get lucky enough to have just this, I'm going to call it dad, grandfather, mentor and like the Duke brothers. (laughs) Jesus, you're an idiot. That's great. (laughs) <laughs> uh, you might find this in such things as orange juice or <laughs> a bacon baking, a bacon lettuce tomato jesus christ max <laughs> it's a great mentor two, two brothers. <laughs> you're such an idiot i was thinking Billy more Valentine, more <laughs> along the lines of yoda and mr miyagi oh yeah these these older gentlemen that are stepping in where the absence of a father is there and really helping kind of this, the journey for that young lad as he tries to either become a Jedi or beat, beat up or, some other or, kids or win the, win the <laughs> what's the tournament? The, the all All Valley. Valley. Yeah. yeah.
1: God Jeez. Yeah. Oh, Ma! Ma! That was an intense I, Travolta. I,
0: I feel like just so we're on the same page. I feel like in old school, Uh, No, the meatloaf. No, in Wedding Crashers, when he goes to meet Will Ferrell, and he's like, "Ma." Ma, no, make the meatloaf. I feel like that's Daniel LaRusso reincarnated. But
1: we found out what Daniel LaRusso ended up being. He's the car sales I king know. of
0: uh, the valley. The sausage king of Chicago. <laughs> uh, so those are my kind of honorable mention ones that aren't truly dads, but I wanted to give them a little bit of love. Max, we're down to my final three, I believe. Let me take a look at the list here.
1: You have a big list. I know. Thank you. By the way, best non-80s dad, Stanley Tucci in A.
0: Yes. He's just so fun. Uh, They're
1: making fun of the adopted kid and like making fun of what? it. What? Yeah. You're
0: adopted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's he is really funny in that. Um, all right. I think I've only got two left. Okay. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I've got two left. I'm pretty sure you know what they are.
1: Does one begin with no. Steve? No. Shoot, stop that right now. I'll go to my Gil. second. I'll go,
0: I'll go to my second favorite. Gil. <laughs> Give me okay. Gil from Parenthood 1985. Yeah. That's your Martin, second favorite? My second favorite. Wow, who's yeah. number 1? You're a buffoon to not know the answer to that question. Oh. Come on. No, Come I, on. Know. Take a deep I know. I know. God. Uh Steve Martin. I watched this movie when I was a kid and loved this movie.
1: Well, you're like, I why watched, are you like that? I, you watched this movie, no, I
0: watched this movie when I was a kid. I watched it as a young adult. I watched it in high school, in college, at every... I'm, I'm telling you, this is one of those movies. You can watch it a hundred times and take a hundred completely different things from it each time. The most recent time I watched this, it completely summarizes everything about being a dad to me. the The uncertainty, the trying to hold on too tight... But the, the 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 thrill and excitement when his son catches the ball, yeah, and he is just dancing around the field. It is everything. It, it it just to me is like, yeah, I get it. You all you want is for your kid to fit in, be happy, be healthy. You know, he's worried. My kid needs. This is so cutting edge at the time. Today, everybody has a therapist. You have a therapist. I have a therapist. Mark. I got two. Your therapist. I'm sure have therapists. Back then, that's not what this was. So for them to address that his son needed help or to go to a special school and to candidly talk about how they'll label him. I know what kids will do. And, and that it was his anxiety that was preventing his son from getting better care and helping him. And then the guilt he carried from that just incredible. And then Rick Moranis is amazing in this movie. Everybody's amazing in this movie. He's it's not just, a great dad. Though. No, not a, well, no, but he, again, he cares. Yeah, he cares. He cares. And he's willing to let the blueprint get changed. Yeah. That's if, if anything, isn't that what a marriage should be is this balance of helping each other find stuff. So his wife, Helps him, Yeah. Helps him find, like, here's the real path. It's like, the roller coaster. Fun. Oh, That's life. You love the roller coaster. I love the roller coaster. It's a great great. Yeah. I like the merry-go-round. Tell me this isn't just, like, one of the most feel-good movies you've ever seen in your life.
1: It's a little rough, though, actually. You come out of it being, like, life is rough and tumble. I love that movie. Like, I love that Keanu movie. Keanu Reeves is going to be a bad dad. No, he's not. He's going to be a wonderful
0: dad. Why would you think Keanu Reeves is going to be a bad dad?
1: Because he's going to drag race himself into death. No, he's not.
0: <laughs> we all do things to you're, you're, when you're married to Martha Plimpton. I know. Yeah. Man, I just can't get over her. You don't like her. I, I don't know what it is. I liked her in the Goonies. Yeah. Maybe that's just I like the Goonies. <laughs> I could have put, I considered putting the dad from the Goonies. He seemed nice. He did, but
1: he No, just, dad it, is dad.
0: Yeah. It just didn't do enough for me.
1: Yeah. They, they weren't in enough.
0: Yeah. They weren't supposed to be. Well, my number one pick did, Max. My number one pick, which how could you say, how is that my number one? Is it the round mound of Yeah, rebound? come on. Chet Ripley. Yeah, yeah. The Great Outdoors, 1988. It's... John Kenny, who I've modeled my entire parenting 1988, after. 1988, by the way. I said 88, didn't yeah, I? You said 89. Oh. I'll have to go back and play that because I'm pretty sure I said 88. Dang it. That's all right. Yeah. You could be right. Yeah. I'm in a good mood today. It's Father's Day. I'm going to let you be right. Chet Ripley is the ultimate father, right? so. He I, I, each of these dads I told you had different things that kind of I love. Right? Is it the
1: tradition that does it
0: for you? So it's the tradition, but it's also the navigating the relationships with the in-laws. Now, I, I don't have a Roman for a brother-in-law. Yeah, but I got brother-in-laws, yeah, and they're not always perfect. I got in-laws that aren't always the easiest to deal with and the way in which he navigates through that and the way in which they look up to him and he he's just this model of like fatherhood. and when he turns to Roman, and he's like, those are your daughters. Like, go help them. I just I'm like, oh my god, he's the perfect dad. Yeah, and and just the giving his kid the hug on the boat. And the ring and the coming up there. And then his kids coming to his side when the families clash. I just imagine my three kids like dropping F bombs at like in laws and being like, you don't talk to my dad that way. You're a real jerk. You know, like I can't say it. And, any the, words and on the little here. things
1: too, like uh, getting ready to kill the bat and all that kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah.
0: So pure dad. Pure it dad. is. Have you done that? Uh, like kind of stuff like that. My like, dad
1: did once. Did he? Yeah. Uh, big, big, big bear. Big bat. Big bat. Big, big bear. What's your most dad moment?
0: Wow most dad moments Cause I
1: remember my dad's, I'll give you one. Like, yeah. Give me, give me an thing. example. I was like six years old and I was sick while I was like on my way to school. And I'm at the front door and I look like I'm going to puke. You know what I mean? Like I'm just turning green and I don't know what to do. I'm six. And my dad comes over and cups his hands underneath and I puke into his hands. That's and I was like, one. that's love right there. That's a real good one. Yeah.
0: That's a good one. Um, Probably had one with each of my kids. Let me, let me see if I can do it. Out one, Aaron, Aaron, my, my most dad moment was when he originally tried out for travel soccer. He was really nervous. I mean, like really nervous. He wanted to make the A-team. Um, I knew he was good but I didn't know how good it was his first kind of foray into playing travel soccer. And he came to me and was like, you know, what if I don't make the team? What if I don't make the a team? And I, I just was like, (laughs) you won't be welcome back in this house ever again. I said, all I need you to do is try your absolute best and have fun. If you do both of those things, I don't care what team you're on, but it's really important that you have fun because it's early in your soccer career and you should always be having fun if you're putting this much time into it. And I'm already proud of you just for trying. And I felt like really good. I said all the right things and I felt that way. Sometimes you say the right things, but you don't feel that way and it it just feels dirty. But I really felt that way. And I remember when he made the team, he was like so happy and so proud. But when he came back to me, he said, I made the A team. I said, that's great. And he goes, but also had a lot of fun. Yeah. And 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 like stuck with him, you know? That's cute. My oldest, Reese, just this last week uh, when we were in Portland, she is auditioned. Um, she's auditioning for this uh, musical that she's in and she got like an email through Trish that got sent to her about some of the parts and she didn't see that she got a solo and she was like really bummed out about not getting a solo. And I told her, I said, you know, Taylor Swift you know, didn't win everything she ever did all the time. She had to go through a process and I was giving her some examples and I don't even know if she was listening to me. I just think she was happy that I was like sitting with her and she like stopped crying and that felt kind of That's nice. That's cute.
1: The Taylor Swift stuff's a lie though because her know. dad's like a billionaire record producer, so.
0: My daughter listens to the podcast. She does? No. Oh. But if she does, I don't yeah. know if I was lying or not. I just assumed she had a struggle at some nope. point.
1: Damn it. Easy street. Damn it, Max.
0: <laughs> and then with Charlie, I don't even know. Charlie, I just, she's just... She'll break your knuckles. She will break my knuckles. (laughs) I haven't had that moment with her yet.
1: It's the third kid. You're done trying. That's so true.
0: Um, You're going to adapt. Adapt to breeding. (laughs) (laughs) I love a good Charlie quote. I interchange my youngest with Charlie from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. That's amazing. Uh, Max, I gave you my full list. Those are all the awesome dads that I could think of. Uh, we don't have a spotlight, so I will ask you before we close out the episode, are there any, outside of Vader, are there any 80s dads from movies that you dig that I forgot?
1: License to Drive. That dad is awesome. Great call. He's just, he's really cool. He's an underrated actor. It's Richard, God, Masser. Yeah, Richard Dreyfus. Mas- Dreyfus. Who's also, he's the guy in Risky Business. He's the college recruiter. Yep. And he's also in The from Thing.
0: Penn? Is he not not Penn. Right?
1: Uh, Yale. I mean, yeah. uh, Princeton. 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 Yeah, Princeton. Yeah, yeah. But uh, he's also in The Thing. Yep. But- He's just really cool. He's teaching him he's teaching his son how to drive. He's kind of okay with everything. When he,
0: I love when he comes in the room with the champagne after he already
1: knows that <laughs> he's failed the test. You're talking about the snarkiness. Yes, like that's what like helps. It's a great you- call. It's yeah. a great call. And his wife's kind of hippie and funny. Runs with it too. Yeah, I just yeah. really for some reason. And the dad mustache is key. Yeah. Have you had
0: a mustache before? Yeah, multiple times.
1: Are you gonna do it again? At some no, point? no.
0: You're a firefighter
1: and a dad. How do you not have that's one? Because
0: it's it's not my look.
1: No. No. Okay. I don't look
0: like a. I don't look like a. I look, I look like a registered sex offender. Yeah. when I have a mustache. It's not a good look for me.
1: Three men and a baby, uh, Ted Danson. <laughs> yeah, kind of a, a good, good learning curve. Not a good look. Yeah, not a good look. No, he learned.
0: Um, he came back. That's a really good one. I'm trying to think if there's any other ones that are on the on the fray.
1: Great dads. Okay, um, Slide's got nothing in dadhood. Uh,
0: you could say as a dad in Rocky, Rocky Four,
1: but the relationship ends up sad yeah, in the yeah, end. Like he messed up. Yeah. How did Rocky blow all his stuff? He really oh, you know, I could have
0: put Mick as one of those uh, father surrogates. father surrogates. Yeah, yeah. that would have been a good one.
1: Oh, I got a great one. What do you got, Roger Murtaugh?
0: Oh, that's a great one. Yeah. Oh, damn it, I did miss that one completely. Like, I love Murtaugh. No, nope, yeah. I screwed it up. That should have been on my list. That's He'll freestyle
1: comment. with his kids. His He's the the name is
0: Roger, and then he accidentally killed his son's friend. Yeah, and we had to listen to "How Do I <laughs> Say Goodbye <laughs> to Yesterday." <We'll>
1: <laughs> Worst. What about worst dads? Oh wow. Weird science. Gary's dad sucks.
0: Gary's dad's terrible.
1: He's like he looks like his grandfather too. I don't know how they age that.
0: Uh, Vision Quest. Um, what's his face's dad? Loudon's dad. No, not Loudon. Uh, oh, uh, Cooch. Cooch's dad.
1: Dorn. Yeah. Darn.
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> AKA the manager of the Cleveland Indians. Yeah.
1: Bad dad. Uh, what's it called? Tater. Uh, coming, coming to America. J. Oh
0: yeah. uh, He redeems himself at the end.
1: Kinda. Uh, Little Mermaid. Uh, What's his name? Poseidon. Trident. trident. Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah. No, he has the Trident. Yeah. Is, yeah. yeah, He's pretty good. He's all right.
1: <laughs> Bad Dad, uh, Bill and Ted's dad or Ted's dad. <laughs> Wait, who's dating Mitzi or Mixie?
0: Well, they both were at one yeah. point. Yeah. So that's between the two movies. They both were. <laughs> it's uh, fun thing
1: about dads now. I'm going to think about it a lot.
0: You think about that. Max. That concludes this episode on Father's Day. Thank you so much for rolling with the punches as I changed the topic on you, which means next week we're doing Caddyshack. Are you excited?
1: Yes. Yes. No, 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 Noonan. How many times do you say something? It
0: is impossible to play a round of golf without quoting uh, Caddyshack.
1: What's your favorite one?
0: I say, can I show you how to make $14 the hard way? A lot. <laughs> I, I like cool. to go deep cut. I think I told you at my graduation from Michigan Uh, I had a couple cocktails in the morning and I got into the student section at the big house. That's where our graduation was. And they had a couple beach balls they were throwing around. I was with five or six guys that not nobody I was particularly close with, but just a few guys we kind of ran together and I'm sitting there and I, all of a sudden as loud as I can, I go, I was born (laughs) to love you. And I hear, it felt like a hundred people say, I was born to lick your face. (laughs) And then I go, I was born to rub you. And then I hear what sounded like 10,000 people say, but I was born to rub you first. And I, I just, my mind was blown. So that was my, I love it. Yeah. I'm excited. Good for you, Max. Happy father's day, man. Happy father's day, Max. On that note, thank you for joining us. on Buzz buzzing the tower. Happy father's day. If you haven't already, please like subscribe, follow the show, check us out on social media, any social media at buzz in the tower, Patreon website, cats sleeping with dogs. Mass hysteria. Mass hysteria. With that being said, Max, I have nothing else. How do you want to end this Father's Day uh, special?
1: Mo, I am your father.
0: God, you're you're so good. (laughs) It's not bad. Give me some more James Earl Jones. Call Bill
1: Atlantic. (laughs) Ah, uh, The Amazing Spider-Man. Now in theaters. I lost it. Uh,
0: just so you don't forget, typically when you end a Father's Day episode, you say Happy Father's Day to your own dad. You may want to just throw that in there real quick.
1: Happy Father's Day, Dad. Had a guy. That
0: yeah. That guy. Max, I uh, will end the way I started by saying Happy Father's Day to all those papas out there, my friends. Cats Popas, in the cradles and the silver spoon. silver spoon. Little boy blue and the man in the moon. When you're coming home, <laughs> son, I don't know when. <laughs> we'll get together then, boy. <laughs> We're gonna have a good time. Bow, 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 Miami, you got the touch. <laughs> You're still here. It's over. Go home. Go.